Hello and welcome to the first ever Rainbows and Bullshit podcast with your host, Woosh. I am joined here by my absolute BFF, my number one, Susie Adams. Say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I sound very formal. We, I know, I'm about to start some sort of, like, I don't know, meeting in the hospital. <laughs> hello, welcome. Let um, everyone know we're actually sitting in Spain <laughs> and we've got a cocktail in hand. <laughs> this could all go very wrong. So here, it's, where are we now? We're in, near Estepona, aren't we, in Spain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is where the idea has sprung forth from. And yeah, we are back in our hotel room after yeah. a decadent week, I'd yes. say. Yes. Really amazing week, actually. <laughs> As testament to the fact that, you know, we're doing a podcast now at half ten evening. Um, but uh, we are here doing this podcast. Okay, cool. I'll just check in that it was working still. Um, we're here doing this podcast and. We're really excited because this is going to be hopefully the first of many more to come. Absolutely. So, Suze, do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about yourself? Uh, Okay. I am Susie. I am a mental health nurse. I currently run a hospital in England, in the UK. Um, I've kind of specialised over the years, particularly with working with people in secure care, forensic, mental health. Um... And I've got a really big interest in employee well-being, um, looking after, our, well, I include myself in that, looking after our own mental health. Yeah. I think I've learned a lot, as of most people, going through the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But also working in a hospital where we're expected to look after people who are very unwell. I think it's yeah, really important yeah. that we look after ourselves as yeah. well. Yeah. That's great. Great introduction. Sorry, I was listening to you and then halfway through I just caught the glare of your... Um, ridiculously like um, giant sun huge hat. sun hat yeah so um it's a shame it's a podcast people can't actually can't see, see appreciate we'll the size we'll yes let's do that let's put a picture on <laughs> but yeah oh my god amazing introduction thank you for joining the show um i just said so you know you guys know who i am um well hopefully <laughs> but for those that are listening in um if you're new my name's Wush. yes i am i've worked in hr for oh god like over a decade um i'm passionate about oh god i'm gonna say passionate about people and i thought yuck um <laughs> i am i, I do really that's true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right thanks. in a real yeah. way yeah thank you so yeah oh, that, that sounds really cliche. you know <laughs> realness everyone's gonna be going oh who the hell are these two <laughs> <laughs> we've probably lost about a million viewers at this point um if we had a million well, i was gonna say i was gonna say we had a million stars. i'm happy i'm happy um so yeah, I, I work in the people space uh, and culture space. Um, I have recently set up my own consultancy in equality, diversity and inclusion. I'm a massive advocate of, you know, realness. Um, in fact, my strapline for my consultancy is bringing realness to inclusion. I very much think that what we need right now is less of that corporate bullshit yeah. <laughs> and more of the authentic kind of conversations and in- initiatives that make people feel safe, psychologically safe in who they are. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. I'm, I'm a gay man, so I identify as LGBT, very gay, depending on how many cocktails you find <laughs> in my hand, and also as a person of colour. So um, I really, I think it's interesting for, from that perspective, because um, I've, I, I guess I'm a minority within a minority, right? And it's that kind of space that I'm searching for that kind of allows me to just be 
all of me. Like, even this holiday, we were talking about stuff. You know, like, my Muslim roots. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think you're very well represented, actually. No. So, Wush and I used to work together. Yes. Um, it's probably worth saying. God, yeah. Many moons ago. Every time. Yeah. Um, so, we used to work in a... Do we say the name? Do we not say the name? Oh, God, yeah, I don't I just know. say the name. Can we say the name? A private mental health. Private mental health. Quite an infamous private mental health hospital. And that's where we met. And I think we realised early on in our professional relationship that then became a friendship that actually that space is just really crap at yeah. looking after people. Yeah. Even though the, the the tagline is mental health yeah. and people pay a hell of a lot of money yeah, to go there. Yeah. I think that it's one thing to pay a private psychiatrist yeah. shit loads of money yeah. um, and to go into one of these institutions want a better word but I think behind the scenes they're really bad at looking after their mm. own mm. and we've seen that then over the years and we've both worked in different spaces and different yeah. sectors yeah. Yeah. you know we've both worked in the third sector I continue to work in the private sector after that um, but I think we've got a good idea of the kind of depth and breadth of mental health services around oh the UK God, yeah it was, a, it was that, you know it was that juxtaposition you know working where we worked that um, of we worked in private mental health, right, which was all about, you know, people's mental health. And the way, I guess, the staff were were, met, were treated. Were then not looked after. Yeah. Their, their mental health Absolutely. wasn't looked that, after. That was like the real, like, yeah. oh, wow, okay, this is a massive disconnect. And this is going for an organisation who is, you know, whose sole purpose Renowned. is to, yeah, Renowned. to support people. Yeah, with mental health. With their well-being. Yeah, yeah it was really shocking, actually. Um, and we've talked before, haven't we, about... Um, employee assistance programs eap i think a lot of you listening would know about these programs yeah, yeah. probably know the same as us it feels a bit tick boxy yes. i certainly know that that's yes. how i feel yes. it's an offering that's given to a lot of employees now yeah. i would say yeah. within yeah. loads of different sectors not yeah. just the mental health sector yeah but in my experience i don't know about you wish they're pretty rubbish oh my god do you know what right when you have eaps right and then it's like and it, do you know what it's the only time you'd ever refer to them is when you're like so disciplinary letter so, hey, you've done something really, really bad, and we're probably going to sack you, but here, here's the... But here, here's the number. Wow, thanks for that. Yeah. And, you know, it's, like, such an interesting way it was used, and, again, very underutilised as well, because people just were, like... I just don't think people saw the benefit of no, like, I that programme. Or it myself. was used in crisis. So yeah. I, know, I know people, so middle managers, really, who... We were talking about the other day, weren't we? Sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent about how we expect people to know how to manage staff. Oh, my God. But actually, they they don't. They don't know how to manage staff. So you're good. So particularly, I can only speak from the nursing profession, but, you know, we've got amazing nurses who are fantastic clinicians and they become more managers. Um, And then we we wonder why they're not good managers. Well, it's because they've never been taught how to manage. They're great clinicians. They're fantastic at caring for patients, but not necessarily people and staff. And I think that then to go the segue with the EAP stuff is that when people are managing staff, mm, mm. they often throw the EAP oh thing out God. there. As like this this way of saying, I don't really know how to yeah, talk to you to about with, how you're yeah, you know, who how you're feeling. Your mental so health here's a help yeah, line just that call you this. Can speak to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then people, well I've got really live experience. Someone came I was speaking to recently and she rang up at two in the morning because that's when she needed support. Yeah. And she was told yeah, no one was available. No, um, and they'd call her back the next day. And they didn't call her back the next day. But you know what? Even if they had called about the next day that's shit yeah. because she needed help at 2.30 in the morning yeah also sorry about that but like then why are you advertising at 24 hours service? exactly yeah. and I think companies pay a hell of a lot of money well you would know this working mm. in the HR space oh god yeah hell of a lot of money and so I think what we're saying 
uh, we've been saying together and hopefully we try and get the message out a bit more absolutely. is that there's we've got to do better than that oh, and it's not just an app yeah we've got to be it's got to be people it's got to be yeah. learning how yeah. to talk and learning yeah. how to listen yes. and yes. learning that if you're a manager actually okay great you may be really great at your job but it does yeah. not mean you suddenly know how to absolutely support people a million and your staff and you know what it's so powerful to hear that coming from you because you've built your career as a manager and like you you built like you know this amazing career from being a clinician going into a manager and it's so right we promote people because well like especially like especially in like healthcare and social care i think we promote people um because they're good clinicians or they're good you know in the operational space and then we expect them to have like you know to To be good managers and then when they don't it's like oh well they're they're shit and it's like well well we manage them then suddenly it's about capability oh god job it's like it's, it's it is you know if you look at the environment we created for our managers it's nuts like it is nuts isn't it like it's ridiculous so i completely hear that like what you're saying so maybe tell um kind of listeners a little bit more about kind of why you're passionate about this particular space in mental health and well-being and employees um i think well i think so there's probably lots of ways to answer that i think number one because I think it's the most important thing about creating a properly inclusive, um, diverse, supported workforce yeah, okay. is that we've got to learn how to support everyone's mental health. Yeah, yeah. I think since COVID mm-hmm. times, and I know, oh my God, another podcast that covers COVID. <laughs> but actually, I do think it's true that people are um, I looked at mental health a lot more. It's yeah, kind of written about absolutely. a lot more. Yeah. Um, I still don't think we're getting it right, though, in a lot of companies. I think we were talking earlier, weren't we, about um, a lot more people are working from home. I don't work from home. I go into the hospital I run every single day. But I know a lot of people who do work from home. And actually, that's still just as difficult for their mental yeah, health. Yeah, yeah. So even though people are back to work now, even though we've kind of got over the hump of, oh, my God, real anxiousness, getting back to work, whatever that looks like, it's still... It's really difficult yeah, for people. Yeah, it is. It really is. So I think that's what... And, you know, I suppose I'm all about people. I would be a really, really crap mental health nurse if I wasn't about people. <laughs> so that's probably why I'm passionate about it, because I've seen it over the years. I've seen it done really well. Mainly, I've seen it done really badly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I think that we've got to change it. And I think the only way we change it is we talk about it, but we make companies, and it's got to be the big boys as well, hasn't it? It's not just your fantastic third sector charities who are really good at supporting their employees and, you know, the companies who try, like, really outrageous things like give their employees unlimited annual leave to see how that goes. It's got to be starting from the top. Um, I read something horrendous the other day. I can't remember which bank it was. Can you remember, Wush? So it was a quote from someone in one of the or one of the big four consultancies in London uh, okay. saying how um, he thought that working from home was absolutely horrendous. Oh yeah, who oh, was it? God, oh my god, I knew that. I don't want to misquote, so we get sued. Oh, Please don't sue god. us. No, he I was feel like, like it was it was PwC. That you're going to get your job done at home. Or and yeah, yeah, and it was basically yeah. like this is preposterous, and yeah. we will continue. Which is and it's nuts like, after the pandemic. Like, how yeah. else would you have stayed afloat without yeah. that trust that you've had to place in your employees? I just exactly. don't know how people are still saying actually. 
I still don't. You have to be people. present to be able yeah. to work. It's ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ridiculous. absolutely, absolutely. And then what does that tell us? That actually we're just slogging ourselves, slogging, carrying on working, carrying on working, carrying on working. Oh, we've learned nothing. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, from the experience, nothing. right? Like Literally we're just going to go back nothing. to like, oh yeah, back to normal. Like we can't go back to normal. Like it's we we just can't. It's depressing. Like, it's it's depressing, but it's also as you say, like whether you're going in day in day out, like you have been and your yeah. team has been, like in the hospitals, from the hospitals, or like my experience has been very different but it's been very you know working from home yeah. which has been great but very isolating but really yeah and you yeah. were saying actually you want to start going back in yeah I miss people <laughs> yeah no I agree and I think that and um, we talked earlier about whether you're an introvert or an extrovert and actually some people love working at home and that really works for them but for some people and I know it's been very well documented you know if you're in a abusive relationship and kind yeah, of then being yeah, stuck at absolutely. home but like oh yeah. my god there's so many nuances to all of this isn't it that you could be fine and then suddenly something happens and suddenly working at home then is really isolating. Yeah, and it's and And then how do you reach yeah, out well, and speak exactly. to your colleagues? And like, you, you know, for, we're not even um, normalised to have that kind of conversation, you know, on, no when you're in it. the workplace. We always then, have to be fine. No, absolutely. Because we have, have to be on point. We're worried about absolutely. our jobs. A million. We don't lose our jobs. Yeah. We don't want someone to see us as like a sign week. of weakness. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Like me saying yeah. I'm struggling yeah. and I need support yeah. is a sign, I think yeah. still, you yeah. know, is still a sign of, of, of weakness. I completely get that. You know, well, well um, I've had... My view on this has been very personal, I think, yeah, since what yeah. I've kind of experienced. I think, you know, even though I've been like the passionate kind of like, why are we doing this? Da, 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 da. Yeah. I think when I, so I, I had a, a, a breakdown, um, God, in December. Yeah. And really I was off for two months. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think it now in Spain. Mm. <laughs> um, like, um, January, February was the worst time of my life. It was the most awful time of my life. And, you know, I remember you, one of a few people that I was speaking to at that time. And um, and after all the kind of, I guess, even when I built in all this, like, I don't know, you know, me, I guess, being, you know, like, kind of changed the world and all that yeah. stuff. I was anxious as hell coming back into work. And actually, I felt I couldn't talk about these issues with the people. And that's amazing. And I see you me. as I know. incredibly strong, oh, well, incredibly outspoken, yeah. able to articulate your thoughts and your needs. Oh, I couldn't. And you Jeez, couldn't. I couldn't. I was, so, I what felt... helped or what made it worse? <sighs> what what okay, the barriers? What, what helped and what made it worse? First thing, there's a few conversations, right? And this was really interesting because it was like, well, um, I'm not going to say who, but in, people in my organisation were saying things like, um, because I was off for, um, uh, well, yeah, I was well, off for mental health, but I was yeah. off because of initially a neurological yeah. um, issue. So I had brain inflammation yeah. on the right side of my brain and you know, that was causing symptoms. And then I think as a result of that, I had anxiety and my kind of depression sunk sense. in and, and yeah. all that. But interesting enough, they were like, well, you know, it's not like you were off but, you know, you had real physical symptoms. Yeah. Is the way in which it was like, okay, oh, like you had, you know, a neurological thing. And yeah. that makes it a that valid makes, reason for okay. being hot, as opposed to just, you yeah. know, having a breakdown or being anxious or having yes. depression, yeah. where I still think there's a stigma around people needing to take time off. So basically, if you hadn't ended up in St... Yeah, guys Tom, Thomas. Tommy's. Yes. Like on Christmas Eve. Yes. You're, you actually feel that colleagues... Yeah, I felt, would yeah. ...would have... Yeah. It would have felt less legitimate. Appreciated the legitimacy yeah. of me So if you've gone, actually, I'm really struggling... Yeah. ...just with mental health. Absolutely. Out, I feel like it's come out of nowhere. Yes. I need two months off. Yes. That actually it would have been... Yeah, less a million. A million. A million. Oh, my God. I wonder oh how, how many people listening would feel like that. I mean... Kind of... 
I think once I've opened things. up to those experiences, it was hard. So that you've you've said what's what's been hard and what's helped. Yeah. I think talking has helped. Okay. And that was hard at first because I didn't know how to contextualize yeah. what I went through. So I was like, I don't know if I can find the words to explain just how cut off and isolated I felt. And actually, to be fair to my employees, the Phoenix have been phenomenal yeah. in terms yeah. of the return to work. Like my boss actually, I must say, give give him absolute credit yeah, kept yeah. in regular touch with me he was very supportive um he was you know when we came back in he had a really good phase work to return to work plan you know he was talking to the team and it wasn't like patronizing but it was like talking to the team being like let wish like kind of just phase in just yeah. like you know just keep keep bringing things to me um until he's really interesting point. sorry to cut you off i was just thinking about how your boss learned these things yeah yeah is it just experience yeah is it skill? Is it that he's intuitive yeah. and really respects employees' mental health and stuff? Or actually, is it because, you know, he's in an organisation that believes yeah, in... Yeah, absolutely. You know, employees are allowed to have a wobble. Yeah, it's yeah, life. Yeah. That's normal. You're human. Absolutely. You deal with humans. You yes. support humans yes. in work. So, therefore, we also let's recognise our employees are humans. Well, I still... I, it's a very, very good Because you could have had a really different experience yes. with someone. Yes. You know, I've, I've spoken to people yes, who have been... Awful. Who've actually... Awful. Their managers have made it worse. worse. You know, exactly. for their mental health and their well-being. Exactly. Or actually, even worse than that, when they've taken time off, they're like, gotta go. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's it. This yeah. human has uh, had a human experience, you're so we're going to cut them yeah, out absolutely. and just bring in someone else who's not yeah. going to have a breakdown. Yeah. And I just think, wow, no wonder there's all this fear and anxiety about, you know, Jesus. sickness. It, yeah. yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? I think... I think that allowing... I think, you know, I'm ve- like, again, I'm very lucky because my, my employer... Um, has really supported me in having conversations about coming back to work right. and being able to and let you um, lead it. Yeah, like absolutely. Said, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And given me that kind of autonomy to 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 kind of you know to do that. And I think without that without that kind of support, and it's weird because that support was you know having to be delivered remotely really to me because yeah, the offices were closed there wasn't really the yeah. you know the pat on the back like how are you doing yeah, let's yeah. go for a cup let's of coffee a cup, cup of, like yeah. none of that that they had to kind of do all that in the home environment and I felt isolated and yeah. I'm sure others who were trying to support me were feeling the same way absolutely and and yet I still had the culture I don't know how I can articulate this but the culture came through it was weird. It was like, okay, you know so what? How I do you feel bottle that? That's amazing. The culture came through. It really, it, uh, do you that's know what? That's like, great, isn't that's it? Culture came through. <laughs> culture came through. That's amazing. Um, but actually, that was done by talking. Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't absolutely. done by any anything yeah. sexy I, or you know special or anything that cost money. That was literally just talking. It was um, you know, an health referral, which I thought was helpful because okay, yeah, it was a, sure. someone speaking to me and just saying, yeah. look, you know, just making sure from the yeah. neurological standpoint, yeah. do you need anything? Blah yeah, blah. Everything's covered off. Um, and it was also um you know the return to work I didn't even remember the return to work meeting because that's it didn't feel like a scary formal thing that I had to yeah. do okay, it was just yeah. part of a conversation yeah. I was having with my boss as part yeah. of my return and that really yeah. put me at ease a lot okay. um and I yeah, like you just said I, I pride myself on being you know I was thinking, you know, a strong yes you are voice you know in you this are. kind of issues I honestly see I was it took me think but there's other things going on like you know like so I I, I um, was in a relationship which you know ended at the end of June but I think for me to start feeling myself yeah. again it was September 
this year. Wow. Yeah. So it's taking you like nine months. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah. Ab- to, to kind of get to this point of like, you know, <laughs> sitting here having a cocktail with you. Talking yeah. Talking about, you know. And that um, there's still ups and downs. Oh, that you, you know, you're sitting million. here and we're having a wonderful time and. Absolutely. But, you know, yeah, there's still shit days. Oh, there's million, good relationship days. Million. And one thing I think I get, you know, I remember was obviously we're like best friends now, but like, when even like seeing because we worked together and seeing yeah. the leadership it was very rare i think especially at your level and that seniority to have a manager that would really listen i think we were yeah. talking about a few examples recently yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of, of conversations you've had um you know without kind of you know going into them but like conversations where you've just allowed people to just sit there and you've listened and you've been empathetic yeah and i think we forget that as managers yeah. we have to have all the answers and we talked about this we point did. as well right yeah. so someone's got a problem you're a manager you need to solve it right you have like, to have all don't. the answers you don't. No, absolutely and million. i don't think many people know that which is so stupid isn't it because it feels million. like it feel, i feel like if we could go into kind of like companies and workplaces and hospitals and kind of go like as a manager actually your most powerful tool is listening yes absolutely is is, is inviting whoever in and being like what, what's going on yeah yeah you know yeah. what can i do i can't promise i can do anything yeah. but just tell me yeah and let's try and figure it out together but they see again it's a sign of weakness it's sickness yeah. sign of weakness this manager being able to be vul- as invulnerable is yes. the word isn't it and flatten hierarchy uh, yeah and oh my god I've, just... always, I've always quoted that yes. and i know it's really yes. difficult because there's always hierarchies yes. in companies yes but you know someone feeling like wow i can actually go and talk to the boss yes because Absolutely. the boss isn't gonna one be a dick yes but two is, gonna, two is gonna listen to me as a person yeah and they may go, I'm, I really don't know what we can do here, but oh, it's okay. Really? Yeah, and we'll figure something out. And yeah. Your job is safe. Yeah. yeah. And please feel that you're safe here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. I know. Honestly, you've just hit the nail. Like so many things you just said. I've been like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like so much has, has got to change. And I think what we've talked about from a well-being space, actually inclusion, diversity, it, it, it's pretty much the same. You talk about yeah, managers exactly having that. to be vulnerable and yeah. saying, I don't know the answers here. Yeah. Well, that's exactly the kind of, you yes. know, kind of culture and conversations we want to create when it yeah. comes to inclusion and diversity yeah. there's so many complicated complex issues out there at this moment in time absolutely and we don't know the answers well i definitely don't no. like we don't like you know this is we're not going to get there by not having conversations with people exactly. and, and i do, and I do that. think then culture you know i think to, for the people who would be on the inverted commas woke brigade here mm. at, or woke mm. hating mm. and be like oh my god this is all just ridiculous yeah you know, i mean waffle, this is waffle. a real backlash like that, exactly that massively yeah. which just angers me because i'm like okay you can hate the term woke but actually if you you know so if you're i don't know running a company and you want people to be productive i can tell you now the best way is to support them yeah because they will stay yes, with you absolutely you're gonna people have less still churn. connect that. you're gonna i know it's crazy isn't yeah. it when i was reading an article was it the national trust yeah yeah the and they were like trust, they, yes. one of the, they had this huge like they kicked up a stink and then one of the things and i just and you were laughing at it because you're like what and you repeated this term and i find it funny disproportionately concerned about lgbtq plus issues oh. <laughs> what how can you be disproportionately concerned about that kind of issue? And it's but that resistance. Exactly. And that is just, I just, it's bullshit. Well, yeah. Yes. Linking yes. to the title. Yes. Or, yes, it, it is, is bullshit. bullshit. And I think Absolutely. it's really important to call that out mm. and be like, no, actually, you can be a multi, multi million pound company. Um, revenue company and yet it's you can actually still look after yeah. your employees mental absolutely. health yeah, and you absolutely. can get, and you know okay yeah you know people may take time off work and it might you have to pay sick and it might be etc etc all of these things but you know what it's going to pay dividends absolutely because... Actually, I'd like to get your take on actually on that on that point so the 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 
the, I guess one of the arguments I get right when I when I yeah, yeah. you know, try to promote that that very message is and this is interesting because you're a clin- you're a mental clinician so this will be good to your your little take on this but it's managers saying well you know I don't want to blur the lines between what a trained mental health professional can help with them and how I can help them so I'd rather oh. not have the conversation oh my god really yeah so they've had a few people saying wow. well what if what if I uh, you know really poke and poke not poke but like really yeah, yeah. kind of in, you know kind of get someone to be <laughs> oh. like yeah <laughs> oh, sorry please anyway, don't yeah. <laughs> please don't go poking people I mean yes. you can if you want to yeah. anyway we're, let's, we're getting off topic we in no way to like they... go for that so <laughs> <laughs> just saying um, but you know we're like prod, like prodding and prod, not prodding but okay, you know yeah. like you know pe- like saying what's yeah. wrong what's yeah. and then if an employee really brings that and it's like considered that they're really unwell it's like well you know i shouldn't i should i have even had that conversation yeah that's that i just think is that it, i think i'm sorry well i'm not going to say no, my go, point no, 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 what do you think <sighs> i think it's bullshit yeah i've used that word no, a lot. i was gonna say yeah, yeah i think i think it's it's people being afraid to have yeah. a conversation i think with it's, people. it's people hiding behind yes. the title of professional absolutely you know, yeah okay so i'm yes i am a mental health nurse but I'm not about to diagnose somebody if I'm having a chat with them. Well, because, that's you know, sorry. because I'm the director of a hospital. I'm having a chat with them person to person. I'm Wait. trying to, you know, actually... And so I just think it's excuses, actually, yeah, people are saying absolutely. that. We're talking about two different things. You're talking about someone's mental health. Yeah. And if they are unwell to the point that they need a professional, yeah. you then make a referral to absolutely. a professional. And also, well, I think the nature of that conversation would be different. Because if they're that unwell, that they would, need, as you said, they need clinical intervention, yeah. you wouldn't be sitting them down saying, what's wrong with you? You'd probably be you know, a medical system where you'd get our cows involved you'd be, de- you'd be dealing you're with it differently you're not going to be dealing oh my god yeah, yeah. if someone's really yeah. clinically depressed they don't need you yeah. to be a psychiatrist yes, actually absolutely. or a GP yeah. um, and give them medication they just need someone nice who's going to listen who's going to listen yeah, and they need to know that their job's safe and yeah. they've got time yeah. and they're being supported and cared about and their colleagues care for them yeah absolutely that's, that's what you need yeah but so I think it's an excuse I think it's a smokescreen yeah. and I think people yeah, hide behind right, it if they right, say that you're right but again, maybe they're high behind it because actually they feel they're not trained, yeah. trained in verticoms again, to have these conversations. Yeah. And that's what we need to change. Yeah. So that yeah. people can have those conversations and then they feel, okay, maybe we're getting into a realm here where this is professional yeah, and I really, I'm going to make an Oki Health referral because yeah. I think that's important yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, and there's millions of times I've encouraged people to go and see their GP. Absolutely. Then you know, that's oh my what God, that's what do. they're there for. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I can't talk to them and be sympathetic. Absolutely. I'm not diagnosing, I'm not yeah. doing anything. Yeah, because you're not there, you're not there, you know, you're not I'm not their nurse. Physician. I'm yeah, not absolutely. exactly. I'm not sitting there as a nurse. Yes, I'm but you're sitting, sitting there as a, a compassionate person, ma- a person, human being, a human. You know, who wants to like the whole be hashtag on. be kind after yeah, Caroline Fleck. Absolutely. Oh my god, it's yeah. bullshit. Yes. Again, bullshit. Yes. Sorry, yes. but it is. It is. You know, it became like it did become a hashtag, didn't it? And everyone was talking about it until the next time we get peed off with someone in society, and then that all gets forgotten really oh, quickly, doesn't absolutely. it? I think. Well, yeah. You know, the media. We talked about how you know vicious. We were talking about a lot about Jennifer Aniston actually. This, um, this holiday and I was like yeah. that woman like has been vilified for, for being yeah. single basically yeah. Yeah. right and it's like yeah you're absolutely right and I think those are the messages that we need to break down when it yeah. comes to employee well-being and it's about the role of an organisation in supporting employees and their health because even now like I'm so, even now like I'm, it's it's a shame to say this but in most of like the Netflix document like if you watch like a sitcom whatever whatever they joke and they laugh about it but it's like all oh, the corporate you can't yeah. do this and you can't do that yeah. sorry people are watching this and people are, are learning from this and people are yes. you know engaging in that and it's then like thinking subliminal they, messaging isn't it's, it there's, there's so much in it's that like that oh wow okay that's how life is yeah. and that's what we do absolutely and, and that's normal and yeah. that's how you expect it to be and then people go and work somewhere really lovely 
um, that really supports them, and like you found, yeah. But it's few and far between. Yes, it's not. It's not ingrained in society yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah. And it should be, and it shouldn't just be because you know we've all gone through COVID, and there's you know the output of that is, or the outcome of that. Sorry, is that okay? We need to have a different. Uh, model of mental health yeah, like yeah. It, it's got to be more than that it yes, can't just absolutely. be because of COVID yeah. but it, so, although it's good it's shone a light onto it but it's got to be more than that if you were and I'm hoping hopefully some of the listeners are still with us um, if you were, were switched off wanting, <laughs> <laughs> were wanting to I don't know impart I guess top tricks or like some key piece of advice that could really support the conversation with people ha- being more open about the mental what what kind of things would you would you recommend i think you have to have so i was gonna say open door policy but like how do you create that yeah so i think it, it it's got to be about culture okay and so it and it takes a while right yeah. you're yeah. not just going to be able to do something and turn it over like really yeah. quickly um but i do think actually making yourself available so mm-hmm. if you're a manager or your director, whatever, yeah. you need to make yourself available to people. Yeah, like, really absolutely. genuinely. Like, yeah. not in a big forum. Yeah. Like, you need to go and sit and say to people, I'm getting coffee, come and drop in and see me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really informal. Um, there's going to be, you know, and actually say to them, show that you're fallible. I might not have the answers, but come yes, and talk to me and uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah, vulnerability, yeah. You know, yeah. I think that's a really nice way yeah. to start. Yes. I think don't overly rely on yes. the your organisation's EAP, employee yeah. oh, God. assistance programme, whatever you call it yeah um i think that actually a human conversation is 10 times better oh, i'm not saying absolutely. don't use it yeah but as we've had you know real examples of yeah. actually it's yeah. not the best and it yeah. often falls short yeah actually but i think the number one thing is talking yeah and yeah. and oh, try to flatten the hierarchy that. a bit love that yeah talking. don't be the boss just yeah. be someone who's talking and listening yeah um and then the rest will follow oh, it's really cheesy but really well this isn't the hard stuff yeah you're absolutely we make, right we make it hard don't we but we it's not really hard really do and I think that's fantastic that's really sound advice um and I could talk to you like I'm well, well you know, we do talk every time we, do. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't shut up <laughs> we've had to condense it to 30 minutes I know day. we thought 30 minutes would be like a lot no, and then I, I looked at the time and we're I was like out. oh my god it's like nearly 30 chatted. minutes so, um, 30 minutes we'll have to do another one another time it, uh, well this is hopefully the start of many yeah, the start. Um, thank you so so much for pleasure, um, coming along oh my god I'm so excited thank our you first podcast. we're going to go finish our cocktails now everyone I'm going to put my giant hat on final day where I'm just going to see if well actually um that hat is yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wish us luck for the packing and I, Spain, guys. yeah hope you enjoyed listening take care bye bye